Welcome to High Hungry, I'm Dad. Hello, everyone, and welcome to High Hungry, I'm Dad, the podcast where nerdy dads talk nerdy fads. I am your overly excited host for this past weekend, Jared, and I'm here with... I'm Nathan. I'm real tired. You're real tired. On a plane for a long time. Yeah, we just got in literally just about an hour and a half ago from PodCon. It was in Seattle, PodCon 2. It was extremely exciting to be able to spend some time with some creators that we love and talk about shows and just random shit. And learn a bunch of stuff. Learn a bunch of stuff. And meet a bunch of cool people. Like, I got to sit down and talk to R- Roman Mars for like 30 minutes about Magic the Gathering. And it is probably the most surreal thing. <laughs> yeah. And when we met a bunch of like cool, just con goers too. Yeah. Just attendees that were really awesome. Yeah. Uh, and we have a desire to change one of those people's names to Hydra. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We need to make this happen. Go to, okay, here's what you do is you go to twitch.com and you look up Hydra Please. That's P-L-Z. Hydra P-L-Z. And if he gets 500 subscribers, which is totally free to do, he legally has to change his name to Hydra. So please do this. Yes. Do that for us. Just, like, when, when you do it, just, like, hop on one of his streams, subscribe, and then be like, this is for the High Hungry Boys. Yeah. So while we were at PodCon, uh, we were able to get some time to record. Uh, there was a booth set up by Live U. You can find them on Facebook at Live U. That's the letter U, not Y-O-U. Uh, but we, we got to sit down for about 10, 15 minutes uh, during some free time, and we did one of our segments. We did Shower Thoughts. So we're going to go ahead and plug. Um, we, did our, we did our one quick thing, too. We did do our one quick thing. You are correct. So we're going to go ahead and plug those in here. Nathan, let's just jump right into it. We got a very short amount of time. Okay. Uh, so what's your one good thing this week? Oh, my one good thing is uh, that little waffle that we ate on the plane. <laughs> I knew it, you were going to mention that. It was, it was delicious and strangely chewy and sort of satisfying. Very hard, though. Very tough. Uh, not the typical kind of waffle cookie I'm used to. Yes. I... Um, I enjoyed it, but I didn't. It was pleasure and pain. <laughs> Very sweet, but it's like, mm, I don't know. It's kind of hard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> What's your one good thing? Man? Uh, obviously, my one good thing is PodCon. Uh, uh, coming to Seattle. Uh, I came last year. You were not here with me last year. No. But uh, I wanted you to experience the pleasure that is PodCon. So <laughs> it is very pleasure. I convinced you to come with me. But I mean, like getting to sit there and talk to Roman Mars about Magic the Gathering for 30 minutes is probably the most surreal thing yeah, that's that happened this excellent. whole weekend. Yeah. So uh, obviously uh, being able to meet creators and listeners and, you know, just meet new people and network is uh-huh. just a really fun thing. Uh, this is exactly what we came for. Yes. Yes, it is. So Nathan, you know what time it is? Uh, no. It's time for Shower Thoughts. Uh, this is your favorite segment. I know it is. I hate it. Okay, so for those who don't know, we go through Reddit uh, and find uh, on the subreddit Shower Thoughts. So this is the first one. 
you don't realize how violent a game is until your mom watches you play it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like you don't know how dirty a movie is until you watch it with your mom. Like right. the time that I went and saw American Pie with my mom. <laughs> and I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, that's, that's not a comfortable feeling, right? I, I went to watch uh, a South Park movie <laughs> with my friend's mother. And it, it wasn't, it's not like it was a date. <laughs> it was like my friend and no, was, his you mother were decided. On a date with your friend's mother. No, I, I don't roll that way. But it was, it was me, my friend, his mom. Uh-huh. We were probably about 15 at the time. So she had to be there to let us into the movie. <laughs> and it was just like, you know the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's also uncomfortable to know, like, how overtly sexual some games can be. Yes. Also, I, this also applies to children also. Like, like with, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I like when your kid walks in whenever I'm watching a TV show and I'm like, this isn't for you. And she's like, okay, and just sits down in the recliner. And I'm like, no, go away. <laughs> yeah. This is not for you. Yeah, no, she's, she's fun like that. She has no, no social barriers whatsoever. <laughs> she does not. She's like, oh, you're watching Game of Thrones? Why are those people naked and hugging? <laughs> are, wait a minute. Aren't those brother and sister? Oh, well, no. <laughs> Okay, so the next one uh, comes from, ooh, man, I'm going to screw this name. I'm a Keck Mystery. Ooh. I don't know, K-E-K-M-I-S-T-R-Y. Um, we're, disgust- we're disgusted by how giraffes taste pee to find a mate, but somehow humans, <laughs> oh, well, no, this probably isn't a good one for PodCon. <laughs> <laughs> I saved this one earlier because. Well, no, hold on, we're, gonna, we're talking about drinking pee. Yeah, no. Define mates. Mm, nope. I'm going to skip this one because this one is not child friendly. So we have to kind of dumb it down a little bit for well, all I'm the saying audience. is that I'm definitely into people who eat a lot of asparagus. <laughs> that is so gross. I don't even <laughs> want to know about that. Okay, so this one comes from Murder Not Mud Duck. Okay. It's probably a good thing that Hungary and Turkey aren't neighbors. <laughs> Why? Because if, if Hungary got extremely hungry, they would just eat turkey. Imagine if, like, if, if Hungary got extremely hungry, I imagine that the game board for Risk would look completely different. Oh, yeah, probably. Or diplomacy. Like, if you could be hungry and the next person be turkey, that'd be fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't care for this one. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. All right, this next one comes from uh, KE7LAR. I have no idea. Whenever, uh-huh. whenever they put numbers in it, it's just confusing. You're supposed to sound them out. Nope, not going to. I don't care that much. <laughs> All right. We probably carry our phones on us just as much as people carried their swords during medieval times. I would suggest that we probably carry this our phones on. This is more. On. Yeah, uh, it's a lot more, right? Yeah, like way more. Because we're so connected on, on social media. Yeah, they would put on their swords like when they went to fight or like they went to like a ball yeah we something we they didn't carry their swords when they went to the bathroom we carry our phones 100 percent of the time in the I bathroom mean, it depends on if they're going to like an outhouse and they have to like fight their way <laughs> fight their way out of the outhouse yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's how that works yeah i mean sometimes it's a battle for in the outhouse for me <laughs> it's life with ibs okay so this next one comes from mm-hmm. laser pimp 
<laughs> I'm, I'm going to uh, enjoy this mm-hmm, one already. Mm-hmm. Ash calling Pikachu Pikachu is the equivalent of somebody naming their dog Dog. Yes. Like, what no, would be a better name for Pikachu? Like, if, if you found Dilbert. a Pikachu in your backyard and you were like, hey, what's, what's your name? I well, want I mean, to name you. Well, no, you're you're now thing. my pet. Get in, get in this ball. <laughs> what's, what's up, Pokemon? You get in this ball. <laughs> this is your house now. I know you're out here living free, but now you belong to me, and I'm going to put you in this ball in my pocket. Nailed it. <laughs> you did. You did <laughs> it. Congratulations. All right. This one comes from... Omar Omaro. Zombies in popular... Mm, I'm going to do that one again. Get Zombies in popular media went from being caused by dark supernatural forces to viral or parasitic outbreaks. It kind of says a lot about how we used to explain the world around us and how different we explain it now. Okay, I'm going to disagree with this. Okay, why? Because... Um, like... like like Night of the Living Dead, they never talk about where it came from, like what, what turned people into zombies. Okay, but that's not the fact. So the first zombie film, White Zombie, was uh-huh. caused by like somebody conjuring up, almost like necromancy, but yeah. it's like they were using voodoo to conjure well, the, And that's the actually zombies. like a thing. Yeah, but that was early on. Uh-huh. But now, with like 28 Days Later and, and all the zombie movies now, it's all like viruses. either viruses or like chemical warfare, stuff like that. So yeah. it's, it's more scientific rather than like mystical. Yeah, it's still mystical. But not really. Yeah. No, it's not though. Yeah, I know, but I mean like you got these little like germs and, and viruses and stuff that you can't see and it makes something happen. That's magic. <laughs> it's all magic. It's I magic. don't know how things work. It, it's like magnets. So this one comes from <laughs> the glass of Kahlo because I'm going to move on because you power. are, yeah. You're no, just, I'm going to roll with this. Yeah. You don't realize how repetitive a song is until you're trying to sing it at karaoke. Yeah. Yeah, I would, no, no, that's, that's for real. I would also like to mention that you don't know how long the solo break is <laughs> until you start singing a song for karaoke. Yeah, I, I, I did uh, A Long December mm-hmm. on uh, Christmas Eve <laughs> at, at the local bar, and um, uh, there are a lot of na-na-na-nas in that song, <laughs> but I was unaware that it was that long. Almost like Hey Jude? Yeah, Hey Jude is, like, I've done that for karaoke, and it's like, Half like, of the yeah. song is na 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 na. Yeah, exactly. Na 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 na. But I can't like do there, it. For there real are definitely those we songs. We can't afford it. Yeah, no. So we can, you can definitely find songs that have like a three-minute solo in the middle of the song, and you're like, oh, why yeah. is it going on for so long? Yeah, every every meatloaf song is like, eight minutes minimum. Like you, you would have time to go back to the bar, get another drink, get back on stage while the solo was still playing. Yeah, yeah, and that's brutal. So this next one comes from Led Zeppelin 2. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. This is from mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin 2? Mm-hmm. The sequel yeah. to Led Zeppelin. Yes, the sequel to Led Zeppelin. Excellent. In the movie Infinity War, Doctor Strange saw all the endings where he didn't look into the future. He also saw all of the timelines where he was just in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. 
where he was taking a nap. Yeah. Uh, what are what are some other fun things he could have seen? Well, he probably saw all the timelines where he lived. He only said that there were a couple, right? Like four. Yeah. No, he like said that? there. He said there were like a couple that were good. Yeah. Good endings. But and not this necessarily one was the best possible he ending. Lived. Yeah. So. I mean, technically, the ending for him would be when he dies. You know what? He he also saw all of the timelines where he was not Doctor Strange. Oh, interesting. He also saw all of the endings where um, Fallout 76 came out fully prepared to be a full <laughs> launch release. So that was us at PodCon. PodCon. Uh, lucky, lucky enough to be able to, to get that time slot like it, every time slot was booked up solid so we were lucky that we were there at the right time when nobody showed up yeah you know, and we could just record for like 10 15 minutes yeah just real quick uh but we we definitely want to thank ben ratner with live you for helping us set that up and yeah it was, it was a really amazing opportunity for a lot of people because they had like seats set up in front of the stage so that like if somebody just wanted to listen to you do your podcast right there on the spot they could and yeah and we had every seat full afterwards. we did we had every single every, seat full. every single seat was full it was full of air it was full of air and one with our brand new friend sean yeah we we met sean at podcon hung out with him on yeah. saturday night and then he he just happened to be walking by and saw us and he sat and listened yeah so, thanks sean thanks sean let's get into the facebook yeah. So what what are we calling this segment? Because we're going to start doing this on the regular. Uh, our, our Facebook thing is, is going to be something that we do pretty much every episode, right? Let's we've, call it, we've decided this. Let's call it Social Media Slam. Social Media Slam. There we go. On the spot, we did it. I did it. I'm creative. <laughs> <laughs> so what we did, we posted this uh, about a week ago uh, at, at the time of us recording this episode. It was... Help us write a bedtime story. Just add to the story by using the previous comments and build on them. We'll get it started. Once upon a time, there was a young princess. And let's go ahead and mention everybody who who chimed in and helped us create this story. We have Daisy Hone. Yes. We have Steph James. We have Nathan Key. Alberto Trevino. And then we have Joshua Reyna. We have Ryan Fulton. We have Hannah Elizabeth Kubiak. We have Daniel Rodriguez. And Sky Beamish. Yeah, so thank you to everybody who helped us build this story. Uh, what we're going to do, we're going to read your comments in the order that they were received, and we're going to finish it off. We're going to do our best to do yeah, it. Yeah, we're going to do our best to finish it off, I guess. <clears throat> Yar. Okay, so let's let's... Read this one more time, this opening line. Once upon a time, there was a young princess. That liked to listen to punk rock. With a flower in their hair. She carried a massive sword. Named Dominus that told her wonderful stories. About many realms full of magical quests for princesses to choose to become expert artisans, strong warriors, charismatic leaders, and so forth. And how to secretly fart without her prince noticing. (laughs) (laughs) Which she gained from slaying a dragon. One day, she was entered into a ping pong tournament to represent the Commonwealth. Hugh Lowry was the reigning champion. 
She killed Hugh Laurie with her huge sword and told the pansies there that ping pong is for little boys. She then found out Hugh Laurie was her brother. She ran into the forest, feeling shame she killed her own brother. So that's where it left off. Mm -hmm. Nathan, let's finish the story. Okay. So, okay. She kills her brother. Obviously, there's some... Some feelings there. She, she, I guess, she didn't know that it was her brother. Why? Why wouldn't she know that it's her brother? Um, because they were separ- separated as children, as like babies. Like he's obviously older because it's Hugh Laurie. Yes. Yes. So yes. they were separated. Um, maybe, maybe he was older and just went off, and his parents were ashamed of him and never talked about him. Possibly. And she was just a baby when he left, so she never actually got to know him. Okay, what what if it's like a half brother situation? Yeah, like uh, maybe he's the king's son, but the king um, had him with his like high school sweetheart, and he never knew about him. Because his high school sweetheart ran away. Like, her parents put her in, like, one of those Christian camps when when teenage (laughs) girls get pregnant. Yeah. I can see that happen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, she's not the ping pong champion. No, Hugh Laurie is. Hugh Laurie She entered the champion. She she entered and is... And she killed him. She killed him. I'm, I'm assuming she has killed him... With ping pong. In the ping pong tournament. Yes, she is. She has killed him with ping pong. Like so she had such this, a wicked serve that he dove for the ball, and like hit his head on the edge of the ping pong table, and it killed him. What if she's so powerful that she just spiked the fuck out of it? It bounced off the table, and it like went straight through his skull. Like it, like it hit him in the eye and just kept going, yeah. and then bounced around in his head a bunch of times, like a twenty-two bullet. Yeah, that got fucking brutally <laughs> dark. Welcome to my brain. The only reason why I even know that would do that is because I read a lot of zombie books. (laughs) Okay, so, I mean, does she claim the championship if the the previous champion is now dead? Um, I think that she would run away before she's given the trophy. Okay. Because she has found out from someone that... Somehow, which we didn't explain in the story, but that he found she found out that he's her brother. So she ran off to the forest and was like talking to like the fairy folk about it. And um, let's say that the fairy folk take pity on her and do a spell to resurrect him. And then they become really close. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Hmm. She, she brings him into the royal court. And he um, rules the land with her, or she makes him like a duke or something. Yeah, like some some kind of noble. Like, uh, yeah. Question though, presiding over this ping pong tournament, is it Christopher Walken? I mean, it can be. We'll say yes. I mean, you know what I'm referencing, right? No. Have you ever seen Balls of Fury? Uh, no, actually. Oh, it's a great movie. That's what I hear. And it's it's Christopher Walken presiding over this like battle to the death of ping pong champions. Okay. 
So this is a ping pong to the death, like a a Mortal Kombat of ping pong, if you will. Yes, and and that's basically what that movie is. It's kind of like the Mortal Kombat of ping pong. Okay. I repeated what you said. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I was just going to let you. Okay, so they 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 eventually end up ruling the kingdom somewhat together. Like he he becomes her advisor. Yeah, almost like a hand of the queen or whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. after she grows up. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so do you imagine that she would be like a Khaleesi type or a Cersei type? I think she is definitely a Khaleesi type. Yeah, I would put her in that realm, um, like more like wanting to do good and wanting, and, and you know, she takes, because I, I imagine that her parents are good parents. Yes. And so she's doing good because they have taught her morality. Right. And so she chooses to do good, and that's why she brings in her brother, or half brother, whatever you want to call it. I just call him a brother. So she brings in her brother, and you know, has him be her right hand man, her Hamilton, if you will. Okay. The Hamilton to her Washington, (laughs) but without the slavery. Yeah. Well, because she's a Khaleesi type. Yes. So. I'm liking how this is going. Uh, it's it's a it's a good feeling story where it's like reunited with family that you haven't really known that you then give uh, generously to. Yes, it's a story about love between siblings. Yes, I like that. We don't need no romance or no Prince Charming. No, she don't need no king. Yeah, come right. on. Story time over. Story time over. That's that's where all you little babies are asleep. <laughs> Go to sleep, little baby. Your your dads are gonna just sneak out of the room now, very quietly. We don't sne- step on your noisy toys. I'm gonna sneak out the room now, cause I gotta poop. I gotta make a poop. <laughs> I gotta turn the hair dryer on low while I poop. <laughs> Anyway, so thank you to everybody who commented on the Facebook page. Uh, we, we really like when you guys come and play with us. We, we like it when you guys participate and you converse with us because it lets us know who you are. So, Nathan, our main topic, main topic. this week is uh, it's a fun little article that is from Parents.com. I came across this and I thought that we definitely had to talk about this. I love it. It is, it is so good. So, okay, so there's a dad in the UK. His name is Nick Herbert, and he developed an app that requires your kids or whoever has the app on their phone, but it was developed specifically for his son, and he kind of put it out to the world. Yeah, it's on the Google Play Store. Yeah. So the person who receives a message has to immediately contact their parents back or else their phone is locked yeah it it shuts down the phone until the text has been replied to yes and if the kids have their phone on silent it'll override that and it'll make sure that you can audibly hear 
the message. Yeah. Ding or, you know, whatever sound their phone makes. Because you can customize it. Yeah, so. and then the name of the app is Reply ASAP. Yeah. Which I think it's a fantastic name because it's saying, okay, you need to reply right now. So, like, if they're on their phone doing something like playing a game or their phone's on silent and they're, like, doing something else and then they look at it to, like, do something, they can't just go, oh, that was dad. Yeah. You know, that was mom, whatever. And um, one thing that I like that he talked about was that he talked to his son and his son likes the idea. The whole idea behind it is that this is like their emergency text. Yes. So like, you know, it's not just, you know, I need, you know, the son can't use it to say I need batteries for my Xbox controller. And the, or dad, the, the dad can't be like, hey, bring me toilet paper. Yeah. Bring me toilet paper. Or you know, I mean, that would definitely be a reason. That would, it yeah, would no, be an is, emergency. That is an emergency. But <laughs> it's not like, hey, is your homework done? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not something like that or like, hey, but it's like, you know, where are you? Hey, why did I find a box of condoms in your drawer? Why why are you going through my drawers? <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't going through your drawers. Oh, okay. It was it was something that I was perceiving the father to talk about to his son. Why is there a box of condoms in your drawer and why is it not open yet? <laughs> <laughs> why is it already expired? Why do you have an old box of condoms that are mine? These are definitely <laughs> not, oh my god. These are definitely no, not, not things like, for it though. No, no, no. I I just went straight to like oh no, the kid was like rummaging around in his parents' room and then found condoms like I can use these and just never did. It just never <laughs> did. And and the dad's been claiming that his wife had been cheating on him for years cuz they came up missing and he doesn't <laughs> know so they're already divorced. Already divorced, and the dad has since bought a new box of condoms. That is probably also already expired. I don't. I don't want people to think that this is a narrative <laughs> that is actually going on in his in the creator's life. No, it's, it's, it's not. It's not. But uh, I I really like this idea because yeah, there are phones out there that you can get your kids when they're young that it only calls home. Mm-hmm. And like emergency numbers, right? Like it can hold up to like four or five numbers, and you only have four or five selections. But I don't think those are smartphones, though. They're not, right? So this is a situation where you can get your kid a smartphone, and yeah, you can use parental locks on it and all kinds of things. But this is something that puts you in the—I don't want to say in the driver's seat or even in control—but it is a way to get your kid's attention. Because what what you're not doing is, uh, you know, contact them on WhatsApp or Facebook Messenger or iMessage or, you know, just through text in general. Yeah, you're you're directly contacting them on an emergency line, and when your kid sees it, they go, "This is an emergency!" Like they right. know it is an emergency. It's directly through the app. Yeah, and because the, the son was saying. If I hear my phone ding, because it's usually on silent, what if I hear my phone ding with a text message, I know that it is an emergency. Yes. I know that it is something that is imperative that I respond to. And and, and this is, it's one of those things where like you have a, let's say you, you have a different ringtone for like your mom or your dad or your girlfriend. 
Like the second it starts, you immediately know who it is and what it's for. And it, cause I'm like this kid, my phone's always on silent. Yeah, it's mine is always well. on vibrate. And I just, I don't and know. And I miss a lot of phone calls and text messages because of it. Yeah, I do too. But I always respond as soon as I see them. Right. But I mean, typically if I don't answer, it's cause my phone is like in my bedroom charging or, you know, somewhere I've put it down somewhere for a reason. Right but I still know where it is and I'm going to come back to it. You know, I don't like to spend too far away from my phone because what if I get a text message? What if then, then Hannah's going to have to wait? What if Aaron Mankey likes my tweet <laughs> that I put out of a picture of me and him where he's choking my puppet. <laughs> and that's not a euphemism, not a euphemism, literally a puppet, <laughs> literally a puppet. Yeah. Well, then you're going to have to wait to be able to, see that information yeah no but i'm just saying like you you train yourself to hear these things so his son knows if his phone dings it's immediately an emergency right and it doesn't even really have to lock his phone to do to make him have to do anything else but it's that is a great feature of it to where like if you have a kid who just ignores just ignores every text every text so here's my question if you put this on their phone, can they just go and delete it off of their phone? And not with certain parental locks. They can't add or delete things. Okay. Well, do people really have parental locks on their kids' phones? I mean, my kids don't have phones, but yeah. I'm absolutely planning Well, my on youngest it. doesn't, but my oldest is 16, so he has a phone for sure. Yeah, like my... My girls aren't allowed to have cell phones until they're like in junior high or even like probably junior high, like maybe seventh or eighth grade is probably the best time to let them have a phone. Yeah, because they don't need it, Uh, you know, until they're in junior high and they're actually going and like doing stuff with friends and stuff like that is is when they would need to have like a phone. Yeah. Or if they're involved in extracurriculars. Yeah, maybe. But for the most part, they're going to be able to have a phone somewhere. Yes. So. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a situation where they kind of need one. And then because I remember being in junior high and then like having after school band or something and having to call my mom from the payphone at the school. Mm-hmm. And I would I would never have change. So I would just call her collect. And <laughs> I would do the I would do the we had we a had baby, baby eats a boy. boy. Would definitely do that, and my oh, mom it's would Nathan, just come Oh, it's Nathan, and up. he shit his pants. Yeah, and then my, yeah, oh, that happened in high school a couple of times. Luckily, it was after school, and I just threw my underwear away. <laughs> poor, uh, poor underwear. <laughs> poor underwear. I'm rough on underwear. You are. I had to throw a pair away this weekend <laughs> that I didn't realize had holes in the butt. I was like, what? What? What holes in the butt? The holes are where in the butt? But, but. <laughs> so, I mean, this this app, again, the, the name of the app is Reply ASAP. Uh, it, the article says that it starts at about 125 for the ability to connect with one other person. Yes. And then it can go up to like 1650 if you want to connect with like up to 20 connections. So Yeah, and if you got 20 kids, you're like Wilt Chamberlain. You're the Duggars. <laughs> yeah, you're the Duggars. <laughs> You got other problems. Maybe you should you stop investing in, in in phone app stuff and invest in some, you know, 
birth control or vasectomy. Something. Something. I mean, look, if you want Maybe to have can... 20 kids, chase your bliss. I'm not going to hey, tell yeah. you not to, but, I mean, it does seem a little overboard. It is excessive, and that costs a whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. Yeah. So, I, I'm thinking, though, like, in them mentioning specifically, like, up to 20 connections or whatever, could you put it on, like, your parents' phone, like, if you're... So if you have like elderly parents, I have elderly parents, and you want to be able to contact them, maybe they have their have it on silent or whatever. Uh, I usually just call the landline because <laughs> my mom always loses her phone, and my dad doesn't like it when people text him. <laughs> it makes him angry. Well, like it legit, yeah. like makes him. He gets so upset about it. So I just call the landline. Your dad is also afraid of the internet, though. So. He is terrified of it. So I mean, if you're if you're talking about like other family members at this point now, then mm-hmm. it's not so like weird to have up to twenty connections. True. So maybe maybe it's a sibling, maybe your brother or your sister has uh, the app on their phone as well. well and, and if the idea is to have it designed as like an emergency line, then it would make sense to have like up to twenty people because like I got a big family. Yeah. Like I got like a real big family, like there. And are, if somebody my, like goes into the hospital and you're like, "Hey, immediately, you guys need to respond to this, or you yeah. need this information right now. You need to check your phone." Yeah, for easy. So, so I mean, it, it was developed by a dad, a dad for his son specifically, but it it could have other applications as well. well absolutely. I mean, it, I mean. Like it could definitely be just an emergency group text, and everybody like gets it. Like that's great. Yeah. So I love it. Hey Nathan, what? You need some advice? All right. So here's the first one, Jared is okay. from Rylia Wallace at Rylia Wallace thirteen. Damn, I can be needy sometimes. How can I fix this? Hashtag need advice. <laughs> This is a good one because everybody can be needy. Everyone can be needy. Some people more than others. But how can you stop yourself from being so needy? Um, Develop your own personality. I think that's mean, though. I don't. Th- I don't think that that. I don't think that that's fair. I'm just talking to myself. Oh yeah. Then <laughs> yes. Um, I also think that if you pick up a hobby. You have some hobby that you do that you get super into, like like obsessively into, then it takes away from you being needy on other people and you can go, oh, you know what? Tammy didn't answer my phone, my, you know, my phone call or my text, you know, and I haven't connected us with reply ASAP yet. So she can just ignore me. So I guess I'll you know play video games by myself or i'll knit i'll knit and and watch uh property brothers okay so your your advice is to just watch property brothers <laughs> pretty much watch property brothers yeah, watch property brothers it is it is it is a fun show also um fixer upper is good those people are hilarious that couple <laughs> yeah uh 
Chip and whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. I just like Chip. I watch for Chip. You do. I know you do. Because he's hilarious. <laughs> well, he's he's a dad, so he has those dad he, jokes. Yeah. But also, he does shit to annoy the fuck out of his wife. Yes, he does. And what's funny is that my girlfriend is going to text me upon hearing this and be like, her name is this, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't she you will. remember her name, bitch? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's how my girlfriend and I talk to each other. Okay. Our next one comes from Nicole at yeah. Cole Reed underscore. Please, please read it like it's written. Read it like yeah, it's I'm, written. I'm, I'm preparing myself to. How does one tell someone they're moving out two days before? <laughs> Do the hashtags. Hashtag scared. Hashtag help. Hashtag need advice. So they typed this in all caps. Okay. Nicole, here's what you do. Don't tell them. Just leave. Yeah, just leave. Just leave. Wait until they are like at work or something and then just move Mm -hmm. everything out. Make sure you move everything out and then you leave them a note that says, bye, bitch. No, no. Leave them a note that makes them question whether or not you lived there at all (laughs) or if you're just a ghost or a figment of their imagination. (laughs) Gaslight the fuck out of them. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you gotta nice. you leave a note and be like, "Hey, so um, yeah, I just like slept on the couch for two days, and I don't like you really started getting weird, and it scared me. So I um, I'm gone. I'm I've left you. <laughs> I have left your existence. I have I have moved. I have I have taken my one toothbrush." As opposed to someone having multiple toothbrushes at someone's house. You got to have that dirty one to clean with. <laughs> to, to scrub the tile. Yeah, you got to get gotta get in that grout. So I like the idea of just cleaning out the apartment completely. Okay, so how about this? Just tell your roommate that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting a lot of stuff uh, that I don't really need in the house. I'm going to go get a storage unit. So you start boxing some stuff up and you start moving some stuff and you have like a little staging area in the house like and, and right on the box like, hey, this is going to storage mm-hmm. or whatever. And then when the day comes that you're moving out, like wait, just move you know, everything, just, just move everything. That is also very good <laughs> because they're going to be like, <laughs> they're going to be like, Oh, shit. Nicole they're was gonna, David Blaine this whole time. <laughs> they're going to come home, and they're going to be excited to tell you this fucking story that happened to them today. They're going to open your door, and it's going to be just empty. And they're going to be like, wait, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> wait, let's kick it up a notch. Okay. Wait until they're at work and move out literally everything from the house, including their stuff. And instead... Bring in a VW Bug piece by piece and assemble it in the living room <laughs> so that when they walk in, they're like, what the fuck is this? What the Where fuck is, is this all my shit? stuff? How did this happen? And then when they call you, you go, David Blaine, <laughs> you just got mind freaked. 
You just got blamed. <laughs> you got David. So, so David Blaine came over, and all our stuff disappeared, and he made a VW bug appear in the living room, and I don't know what to do. So, so I'm just out looking for my stuff. So what I did was I just went ahead and got a new – I just moved in with this person, or I got my own place, <laughs> and then had to go buy – <laughs> replicas of every single thing that I owned. <laughs> you should do the same thing. Yeah, you should do the same. Uh, but here again, just email David Blaine and see if he can return your shit. Yeah. Also, maybe you should just contact David Blaine and see if he's willing to do this. <laughs> he would be willing to do this. Yes, he would. he would. And then he would levitate your old roommate onto the roof. And then he would lock himself in your apartment with no food for two weeks. <laughs> he would... And he he would do it in the refrigerator there, and he, though, and he'd hold his breath the whole time. <laughs> okay, here's the next one. This is from Jess Cornell or Jess Connell. Well, I almost did that wrong. Mm-hmm, Jess Connell. And this is from Jess Rebecca ninety three. If somebody at work swore at you while your manager was in the room, but done nothing about it, and was then claiming she didn't swear at you, what would you do? Hashtag need advice. I have an answer for this, Jared, but what's okay. your what where do you want to go? Oh man. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one more time just so I have like the full Yeah, let me read it to you. Okay. If somebody at work swore at you while your manager was in the room, but done nothing about it, and was then claiming, quote, she didn't swear at you, end quote, what would you do? Hashtag need advice. Here's what I would do. Okay, what would you do? I would swear in front of my manager all of the time. Okay. Like constantly. And when they called me out about it, it'd be like, I didn't I didn't know that you could hear swear words. I didn't know that you could hear them. That is a that is a, a good Well, because here's the thing good angle to is that this. I would do it. I would swear like my mother swears. Which means that I would whisper it. Because <laughs> my mom whispers cuss words. Shit. She'll be like, I am so sick and tired of so-and-so's shit. <laughs> you know, if I whisper, Jesus can't hear me. You know, uh, so-and-so from Sunday school is being a real bitch. <laughs> and I just can't take their shit anymore. <laughs> I want to hear your mother swear now. <laughs> uh, she will not do it in, in in front of company. What if I ask her politely? <laughs> Actually, she might. I mean, she's 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 getting louder <laughs> with it. So I just imagine, like I I want to see the reality where your mother just starts whispering, and then every time she says a curse word, she just screams it out. She, yeah, she she like it's like the complete role reversal a, of how she speaks. It's a crescendo. <laughs> <laughs> that's a portmanteau of crescendo, if cuss and crescendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so that's what I would do. That's one way you could handle it. What's your way, Jared? Oh, man. Start carrying a recorder with you. I mean, you got one. It's called a phone. Just, yeah. just, I don't know. Try to piss off that same person while the manager's in front, like right there, and then like try to record it. And then when your manager's like, no, she didn't cuss it. You can be like, bitch, she did. <laughs> I got the audio. I got receipts. <laughs> so like receipts are when you like screen cap text messages or you like, 
it's a way, it's a way of recording conversation so you, you can shove it back in somebody's face. You say, "Bitch, I got receipts." I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. All right. So hopefully that helps. All right. What's our last one, Jared? Hopefully, hopefully oh. your your uh, your I guess coworker just doesn't cuss at you anymore, or make them cuss at you to the point to where no one can ignore it. Or, like, just go up to them and start fucking cussing at them and be like, no, I thought this was our relationship now. I thought this was the thing to do. You bitch. Fuck, master. (laughs) (laughs) I was put on the spot to make up a swear, and I came up with fuck, monster. Fuck, monster. There you go. You're welcome. It's apple time. This next one comes from Janice at, what is that? Cheese monkey. Cheese monkey. It's cheese monkey. Is that cheese? It's okay. So it's at C H E A S M O N K Y. Cheese monkey. Cheese monkey. That is an excellent Twitter handle. Props <laughs> to you, Janice. I wish I could ask my dog what he wants. Hashtag need advice. Hashtag grumpy old man. You know Oof. what? Okay. First off, we have to ask. What you, what know, you know about, about dog? dog? And here on the podcast, we know about dog. Uh, I know about dog because Jared has dog. And and dog loves you more than me. Dog does love me. And I try to ignore dog as much as possible. No, you try to yell at dog as much as possible. She oh, she steps. She, she steps on my feet. But like behind me when I'm walking and I'm wearing my slippers. And she slides her paw <laughs> between my foot and my slipper. And I almost eat shit every time. And it, I'm telling you, there's something wrong with your dog. Either that, or we need to get your dog shoes. Hmm. So Janice, here's the answer: Your dog wants shoes. Your dog wants shoes. And you also said grumpy old man, so he also needs suspenders, a pocket protector, mm-hmm. and um, a farmer's almanac. <laughs> When you leave the house, what you need to just do is leave uh, your Alexa running with uh, the weather report repeating over and over and over again. Your dog want you to leave TV on. Or the weather report. Oh, oh, leave it on the weather channel. Mm-hmm. Or a Hallmark. Hallmark channel. That's it. Hallmark. Or just like the nature channel. Yeah. Your dog wants to watch Fox News and get rowdy. <laughs> If you have an old dog, that dog wants to watch Fox <laughs> your, your News. Your dog wants to watch Fox News and complain about the wall. And wants to, wants to complain about why the wall isn't here yet and wants to yell at liberals. <laughs> That's what your dog wants to and, do. And call them just the most ridiculous names ever. Yes. And I am completely basing this off of the age of your dog. Yes. I mean, hashtag grumpy old man. At grumpy old man. You know what? The human grumpy old men in my life watch Fox News, yell at it, and talk about how great Trump is. So, okay, so let's get back down to the nitty-gritty. Okay. I wish I could ask my dog what he wants. Your dog want to vote for Trump in 2020. That's what your dog (laughs) wants. (laughs) Your dog wants the wall so he can dig holes under it and get into Mexico and play, run around and roll in the shit of the chihuahuas. Yes. Of the chihuahuas. 
And the street dogs. You seen them street dogs in Mexico? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I think it's pretty well established that on this podcast we do think dogs should vote. Dogs should vote, but, but not this need, dog. But you need to get your grumpy old man dog informed. Yeah, before Trump is president again. Yeah. In 2020. So what? What your grumpy old dog needs to do is to become informed about this political climate and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get your dog into a social group that is a good mix of like Republican and Democratic and independent other dogs. Yes. So that they can discuss and smell each other's butts. Oh, yeah. You definitely got to go to like the the dog park, but you got to go to like one in the city. Yeah. You can't you can't go to like the rural suburbia. Yeah. Those. The suburban dogs, they don't, they don't, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. They too hoity-toity. They listen to too much Michael Berry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you bring that up because not a lot of people are going to know who Michael Berry is. No, I know, but people are going to look people, him up but now. But people in Houston, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I know who Michael Berry oh, yeah, is. Yeah, 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 Michael Berry, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, the, the Redneck Country Club guy, yes. Which grew up actually not far from where I'm from. Uh, I will say that he makes a great whiskey. That Does he? Re- that Redneck Riviera, that's his whiskey. That's his? Oh, I did yeah. not know that. It is excellent. Interesting. I don't typically plug alcohol on the show, <laughs> but if you can find yourself a bottle of Redneck Riviera, it's n- it's not expensive, and it is smooth. Do not shoot it. It's not meant for shots. I mean, you can, but what I'm telling you to do... It's a sipping whiskey. It's a sipping whiskey. Pour it on the rocks. Drink it neat. uh, Splash of water. Whatever you want to do. It is smooth. Thanks for listening, guys. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podchaser.com. We only grow because of you spreading the word. Join in on the conversation by searching High Hungry Podcast on all social media platforms or by contacting us at highhungrypodcast at gmail.com. Help us create a better show by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash highhungrypodcast. Doing so helps us stay free so that we can put our great, great content in your ear holes. Yeah, uh, we did actually get a new Patreon subscriber, and it is Ben. Ben. Who has actually been on the show before. Our constant couch uh, sitter. Yeah. So visit our website at highhungrypodcast.com to get the latest updates and find our merch store. You can also find our shirt designs now on Amazon Merch. Uh, the, The designs that we had on Spreadshirt will be moved over to Amazon Merch. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have a couple others come your way as well in the next... Hopefully a couple months. That's amazing. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> you did it. I did it. Hey, keep it nerdy. And don't forget your pants. Pfft.